Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your host, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, On the Clock fans? How are you doing on this beautiful Thursday morning? It's your guys. It's the On the Clock boys. It's Raul Lascano. I'm joined by my right-hand guy, George Martinez. What's up, George? How you doing, sir? What up? Glad to be back on. Yeah, I know, right? We, <laughs> we had so much going on. We'll, we'll, let, the, we'll let the fans know. Uh, why we miss Monday. Uh, but hey, listen, we got a good packed show for you. Uh, since we missed Monday, we got so much that we really want to talk about and bring back up. And yes, we're going to open up some old wounds. We're going we're gonna to open up some some things that you Falcon fans and Cowboy fans that you probably don't want to talk about. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff we want to talk about. We're going to talk about the postponement of the Steelers and the Titans. We want to talk about the Chiefs-Ravens uh, matchup that we got to see on Monday night, which was a freaking beautiful game uh, by both quarterbacks. Also, we're going to talk about the Rays taking a 2-0 lead. Freaking, and I can't believe, hey, Tampa, Lightning's are Stanley Cup champions. We're champions of the hockey now. Back. Right, the champ is here. And uh, we got a whole bunch of Nick Foles taking over taking over the job in Chicago. Um, and again, in a tragedy, we want to talk about the Falcons yet again giving up a lead and choking in the fourth quarter once again. And not to, not to go last, but I love these guys, and I don't mean to put them last. But I want to talk about my Miami Hurricanes and the possible the you. the you baby. I want to talk about my Miami Hurricanes and the fact and the fact that we look like contenders again. Not to mention we have a Heisman candidate with Derek King. But Derek, we're gonna talk about it. It's all here for you. You're on the clock. What's going on? Hey guys, George, my guy, man. How you been, man? What's up? It's been a hectic, hectic week. Bro, the fans don't even know. Moved in over the weekend. That's right. Had internet issues, you know, for for Monday's podcast. Had to yeah. had to postpone the podcast Monday because didn't have anything set up. It was all in boxes and it, it was a mess. <laughs> but I got a laptop out. I got the mic set up. For we're good for tonight. We're yeah, good man. for today. For for this Thursday morning here for everybody. So I'm just glad to be back. Yeah, man. We had so much going on, man. It was like so much that happened. That I want to talk about. I was like, oh man, I know my guy's moving, but Jesus, there's so much going on. And I know you were doing great texting me back and forth, trying to tell me, hey man, I'm moving, but what's going on with this? What's going on with that? So I commend you and also doing it on, on with that injury for you and wifey to move a whole house. That's freaking amazing. I would have, I definitely would have hired somebody. <laughs> definitely would have, definitely would have got somebody to come over and, and help me with that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, it was painful. It was painful. I bet, man. I bet. Hey, let's, let's let's jump into it, man. Since we have so much to talk about, uh, let's talk about this postponement with the Steelers and the and the Titans, man. I didn't see the NFL doing this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't see the NFL <sighs> postponing a game like this. Yeah. So I mean, they had four personnel players, four yeah. personnel on the Titans staff, five players. It's up to right now. Yeah. And word on the street right now from from our sources is we're looking at a Monday Tuesday. Type right. of situation for the game to be played. Right. So far, the Vikings, though, which is kind of weird, the Vikings haven't had any positive cases, and they played against the Titans mm. on Sunday. So interesting thing, they have no cases. Right. Uh, Tennessee has, you know, the ones they have. So we'll, we'll see what ends up what's up. What are your thoughts about it? Well, the thing about it is they're, they're testing every day. Apparently, right? We're we're testing COVID every day. I thought the Every whole day. point of testing was to, okay, find out what's going on, remove that person from the group, quarantine them, continue. 
if three, four, five guys can just completely ruin a football game, then why the hell are we testing like this? Why not test one out of four in a position group? That way you don't have to, you know, tell the whole team we're postponing anything. But I, I thought this was supposed to be avoidable. I thought this was supposed to be, well, this is why we're testing every day. We're making sure people are good to go. We're going to do contact tracing. They had the guys wearing the little thing on their ankles. I don't know if you remember seeing that on Monday night. They had the guys wearing stuff on the ankles to contract. contact. I think it's your Bucks actually. Your Bucks actually have the ankle stuff. So right. if we're doing all this, then how why are we? We're still going to postpone a game? Here's why. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Now, Tennessee has not disclosed the five players. They got COVID. But if I'm Tennessee, and Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Corey Davis, all got COVID, yeah, we're going to postpone the game. We're not <laughs> playing. If, if, if our main guys on offense, and that right. goes to the defense side, right? I didn't have the guys on offense because I'm an offensive guy. If those guys aren't playing, yeah. We're going to postpone as long as we can. But that's what I'm saying. I think the NFL should step in and say, hey, who's positive? Okay, good. See you Sunday oh, NFL night. NFL knows. Yeah. NFL knows. See you Sunday. You have to play. Play through it. Because yeah. this is what NFL. everybody wanted, right? Everybody wanted the football season. NFL Because it's part knows. of the game. And here's, but here's, here's, here's the problem. Sure. The NFL loses money if Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, and those guys don't play because those are the stars. So you're telling me the audience, the fans are going to watch the game from Tennessee if, if their guys aren't even playing. Coach, there's no fans in the stands. They lost money already. It's right. over. It's a TV revenue. Oh, it's man. a viewership. It's a viewership online. I guess if so. If those guys aren't watching the game because Derrick Henry's not in, Ryan Tannehill's not in, and not only that, the Tigers are 3-0. Yeah. yeah. They're undefeated. So is so are the Steelers. This is a prime time game right. of two yeah. heavyweights. Do we? Re- does the NFL really want to see the Steelers bash the Titans twenty six nothing because Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and others didn't play? Now again, I'm speculating on the guys that got COVID. Right. The names are not being released. However, I'm reading between the lines here. If the game is being postponed to Tuesday. To me, it's because it's major guys. You don't do, yeah. you don't postpone the game if number fifty-two, number fifty-three, number fifty-four in your active roster, as far as depth chart wise, right. got COVID. Yeah. But you put them on the IR list, you play the game. It's got to be a major athlete. It's got to be. I, I, it has to be if that's the case. I just think that you play through it. Yeah, you're three and zero. Whatever the case is. If it's Tannehill Henry and, and you're starting wide receiver, sorry boys, you got to sit out two weeks and you got to play the game. <laughs> I know it sucks, but everybody wanted football. You imagine? We you have to do it in high that? school. We have to do it in high school. They're, yeah, but high school doesn't bring no revenue. Okay, so so college and NFL, <laughs> we're gonna postpone games. What's the point if we're testing? Why are we testing them? Who gives a Notre shit? Notre Dame did it. Notre Dame said we're postponing games. Yeah, but Jesus why? Christ. Why for the same reason? I guess money. Money matters. You know what doesn't matter? You know what doesn't matter? Freaking these Falcons. That's what doesn't matter. There's not a much. I don't think there's another amount of money that you're gonna. These fans are gonna watch. I'm gonna put you on the clock here because Dan Quinn should be on the edge of the on the clock. Right. As far as his time in Atlanta. How long does Dan Quinn stay as a head coach? He's got. He's got one more time. You you know your parents used to tell you you got one more time. He's got one more time to screw the pooch on this. Because so I'll tell you what, guy, 
everybody, what they should do is announce every radio station, every single TV. I think the, the Atlanta Falcons need to tell everybody in Atlanta, if you have a Falcons jersey on, come on, try out. Come on out to practice. We need you. We need to figure this out because that is ridiculous what's going on in Atlanta. So I don't know how he's not fired yet. I don't either. Okay. The Falcons have done something that has not been achieved in the last 20 years. Oh, God. They achieved something. Okay. And, and oh, they achieved something for sure. Oh, boy. You know, I love to give you fun facts on the show. Yeah, I remember. I'm a fun fact kind of guy. Yeah. In the last 20 years, okay, no team has blown multiple 15 point fourth quarter leads than the Atlanta Falcons. They have now done it in back to back. No team has done it once, let alone back to back. So the Atlanta Falcons, the Falcons are just that special. Now own it as the only team and own it as the only team to do it back to back weeks. That's awesome. So we 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 got that going for us. That's awesome. Oh, listen, as a NFC South yeah. member, you love of hearing my that Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, keep keep the Falcons down there. Yeah, of course you would. Of course you would. I just don't know what's going on. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Somebody there's no leadership on the field. Someone's gonna take it's, accountability. It can't be just be all the coach, no man. But it's not the offense. The offense is putting up phenomenal numbers. So I think Quinn was brought in because he's a defensive minded coach. It's true. It's very he came true. From Seattle. He led that defensive group, the the, the Legion of Boom, as they called it back in the day. Right. That's what that's what led him to get promoted to a head coach was his defense capability. Atlanta Falcons hired a defensive coach to go with that offensive star power. Now, right. what I what, what what no one's talking about is the Falcon curse. Well, there is one. Yeah, there is a curse. You know who it is? Tom we Brady. Got rid of him. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Ooh, we got rid of him in Tampa. Oh, Dirk, Dirk Cutter. That's yeah, true. That's true. He does have a he does have a room uh, reputation. For for blowing fourth quarter leads, it for does. not being a, for, and and again, it's not his offense. His offense is doing great. Just think, the guy's cursed. He brought that with him to Atlanta. It, it you know what? Well, that's funny that you say curse. The other guy that's freaking cursed is Trubisky. <laughs> his freaking kid, this poor kid, man. This it, poor kid is, is completely and, cursed. And it, was, it wasn't his own doing. No one told Chicago Bears. To hey, hey, Bear fans, let's let's draft a project right. As a top ten quarterback, and let's pass on Mahomes. Yeah, it's true. Let's pass on Lamar Jackson. Let's right. pass on those guys. Yeah, you don't need them. Yeah, you don't need them. You don't. And now need Nick them. Foles let's comes in again, which is funny because the Bears are losing. They're down, and here comes Nick Foles. They're which... down by twenty points in the third quarter, and mind you, so Trubisky gets benched. Yeah, he got benched after half. What does Nick Foles do on his first? Pass of coming in, he throws a pick. <laughs> he throws an interception. Yeah. So you're wondering, Trubisky is like, huh. huh? Yeah. I could have done that. Yeah. And when Easily. you when you when you make that sound, huh? That's like a fed <laughs> up, like you fucking people, huh? Like that's one of those things that you really? just you just really like. Are you serious? Huh. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then, but then he leaves him down. They score multiple times there in the fourth quarter, and they come back to win. Yeah, man. And he's he, he just doing Nick Foles. He's just doing Nick. 
the Chicago Bears have got to be, and I'm, and I'm actually here, Chicago Bears are 3-0. Amazing. They have got to be the worst 3-0 team you have ever seen in your life. Because <laughs> they're terrible. You know, you, How are they 3-0? I don't get it. Bro, let, let me tell you, I, I don't either. I really don't either. I don't know if somebody's having a bad day. I don't know what happened. But you're right. They are they are pretty bad. Oh, and I hate to say that because I really like Mike Fury. The coach. He's, he's a really good guy. I really like him. Got to talk to him over Zooms. He's a good dude. But yeah, there's something over he's Chicago. Coaching, he's coaching his butt off over there. You know how bad I want to freaking message him on like text message him? Because <laughs> I've texted him, you know, he, which is funny. He's, you know, hey, good morning, coach. He sends me the Bible verse. We converse, we talk a little bit. And, and it's fun, you know, at times or whatever. And then he, you know, he, matter of fact, he asked, hey, how, was, how are you guys doing down there? The receiver, I'm like, yo, I, can't, I want you to come down here and look at him. So he's a good guy, but damn it. I want to text him, like, what the hell is going on? What is going on in down the there? meeting room? What are you guys doing up there? What are you what's going on? But I can't, you know, I don't want to be a, you know, a dirt or a jerk or anything like that. So you got Nick Foles is going to start a quarterback, which is great. I want to move into the freaking, which you're going to love this. I want to recap the Chiefs and Ravens game, talking about the quarterbacks. They got two of the best that are in the league right now. Uh, whether you whether you have number one Holmes, number two Lamar, or you reversed it, one Lamar, two Holmes, I think it's safe to say, yeah, the, it's those two guys that just based off a of preference of what you like to see. Right. Uh, I agree. But again, still amazing to watch these two young quarterbacks, these young talented quarterbacks battle and play. Lamar Jackson, he came up uh, a little short there. Um, you know, Mahomes and his team, they put it on them. And again, when people tell me all oh, this Baltimore offense isn't working, hey guys, those are the champs. Those are that's not that's not some that's not Trubisky in them. You know what I mean? Like, that's the champs right there. So when you go against the champs, they got a different gear. You know what I mean? It's the Chiefs right. are the champs. So when you when you go against them, it, it's it is what it is. But I know you still want to win. But I don't like the comments that I hear people tell me, well, Lamar Jackson's not doing this right. And he's not doing that. Hey guys, it's the champs. Like it's it's he didn't go against somebody trash. You know what I mean? Well, and and my take on this game specifically was the Baltimore Ravens got out of who they are. I don't understand how through through two quarters or through a quarter and a half, Lamar Jackson's got seventy yards rushing. They're running the ball well. And all of a sudden they want to become this air raid team. Yeah, now, I don't like understand. It's almost it's almost like they got in a quarterback competition with Mahomes. And now they wanted to oh Mahomes they did we're gonna one up him and try to do this. And yeah. it didn't work. Yeah, and you can see that too. You're right. You know, I didn't even think about that. They, my guy's better than your guy type deal. Yeah. That's that's what it seemed to be. You know, you're you're on the highlight of Monday Night Football, everybody's watching probably the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. Going at it, and Mahomes stay to their playbook. They stay to who they are, and I and I, I felt like Lamar Jackson. They started the first quarter being who they were, and as the game progressed, they 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 seemed to be a different team than what got them there, and what you ended up with what the Chiefs putting a nice little butt whooping on on the Ravens. Yeah, you're right, man, and it, it's. They did put a good bubble on them. They really did. They still look. They, they still look good, don't they? Now the question I got for you here. Yeah. Okay. Lamar is winless against Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he is. It's an early. It's again so early in each other's career. Are you willing to say right now in 2020 
is Patrick Mahomes Lamar's daddy. <laughs> Does he own Lamar? Is what you're saying? Does he own him? Because right now, yeah. right now, it sure looks like it. It Playoff does win. It does. Regular season win. <sighs> but I don't think they're taking advantage of what the Chiefs are giving them either. And you're right. They, it did look like something like my guy's better than your guy type deal. And it looked like they were just trying to strike to to strike. Like they weren't really setting things up to come down the field. So un, unrealistic of them. But they do see each other again. And I, I do. I oh, do. They, yeah, I think they're going to see each other. It'll be a little bit different, hopefully, down the road. Um, this but this to me has the the making of of what we saw a couple of years ago that we all enjoyed Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. Oh yeah. A lot of people a lot of people would say Tom is Peyton's daddy. Right. When it comes to playoff wins, knock him right. out of playoffs. Imagine how many imagine how many Super Bowl appearances Tom, uh Peyton Manning would have if Tom Brady wasn't in the way. Oh, I know. I know. We right. were talking about him being the coach. And, and and I think now you're just seeing a repeat between yeah. Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Yep, I agree. And, and I think I think Patrick Mahomes has has the upper hand right now. You know, shout out to to him and his fiance. Oh yeah, uh, they're expecting uh, a baby here. A little Mahomes. <laughs> a, a little Lamar Jackson because that's his uh, dad. That's no, we're not going to go. There. We're not going to go there. <laughs> Don't do that. No, but you're you're right, man. You know, they, they do have the makings of another great. Battle, you know, you, back in the day, you know, before there was freaking uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, the battles I remember seeing as a kid was when Marina went against Elway. Yeah, you know what I mean. You were like, oh, I gotta watch this. Or Warren Moon going against Brett Favre, or you know, you're, you're watching these great games from these great quarterbacks, and, and you gotta think there was a lot of them at the time. I know the teams now have changed, but Testa Verde was in that comments. Randall Cunningham was there. You wanted to watch them, and you and you love watching these battles between Randall Cunningham and the Cowboys, Troy, like. You're just freaking watching this this beautiful uh, symphony. So yeah, you're right. This now makes me excited about a rivalry between two quarterbacks because I was worried when Peyton left. I was like, well, who does? What happens now? Yeah, what what do we go now? Brady Breeze? Like, what do we what do we look at? But you're right, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. This is a much better uh, fight that I think we're going to see for years to come. Now, speaking of what we're going to watch and, and things, I'm not excited about tonight's game. I'm gonna tell you that right I'm now. Not I'm, I'm not gonna lie to these fans. It's okay. The Bucks are going to save Thursday night football next Thursday. Oh God, please! Because you're playing next Thursday night, they're gonna save football on Thursday night because the last two weeks have been atrocious. We had the Browns and the Bengals <laughs> in the toilet bowl. Let's watch that now. Course. Now we get the the New York. I don't know how to do anything on football. Jets, right? Coming in and down and playing against the. I don't have any players, Denver Broncos, who are now starting another quarterback. They're starting yeah, another third yeah. quarterback. Which, by the way, I think I know why he's starting. I think they're I tanking. They got to be tanking. No, 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 no. I know why he's starting. Why is that? He looks like John Elway. <laughs> the guy looks like John Elway. He does. <laughs> he really does. That's funny. John Elway, listen, there's gonna be fans. I didn't draft you for your talent, buddy. <laughs> we drafted you because you're a John Elway lookalike. You're from now, California too. Like that's me. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why. Other, other than that, I don't know why he's there. Yeah, that's true, man. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not gonna lie to you. After we, after we do our walkthrough, I'm going home. I'm not even freaking. <laughs> I'm not going out to no press box. I'm not even watching this crap. I'm not just 
Go home and who take wins, a shower later. Who, who wins this game in, in the toilet bowl part two? I think Jets do win the game because you're starting your third string quarterback. So These are two winless teams. They're both 0-3. God bless them. Okay, they're both tied for fourth place in their in their conference, in their, right. in their division. Okay, you have poor Sam Darnold. Yeah, I really like the and kid. Frank Gore, because I like Frank Gore. I do too. I'm a Frank Gore fan. I know, I know you love him. He's from the U. Oh, absolutely. I like Frank Gore. You know, to me, he's he's a goat for me. Right. Uh, he, he's one of the greatest running backs of all time. I mean, but it is it is bad. I it's mean, horrible, so man. I'm, I, you know, I like to give you stats. Yeah. I'm a stat guy. We are about to envision two of the worst offensive teams in football. The New York Jets are 32nd, so they're last, by the way, in total offense, followed by the Broncos, who are now 29th in total offense. Total crap. Yeah, so we may see, and again, our show has been able to predict the future at times. We may see our first of 2020. Again, it's 2020. So it's already a crazy year. They should have postponed this game. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We may see our first no touchdown game where it's only field goals. And I'm calling it right now. All right. Because I I thought, you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say scoreless (laughs) game when it ends in a tie (laughs) 0 0. Get the fuck. (laughs) Are you serious? No way. Get out of here. That would be terrible. Oh, my God. That would be terrible. But so. There are players in the NFL who have more touchdowns than the New York Jets offense does. I'm I'm going to say that again. There are individual players who have more touchdowns than the Jets do as a whole. That's such a tragedy, man. Like, if you're the offensive coordinator, what do you, what, like, what do you, he's up all night. I know this shit works. Like but we run the way, same exact play during the same situation. Why can we not get a first down? You know I'm I mean? taking the Broncos in this game. What, what makes you take a field goal? I feel goal. Melvin Gordon's going to play. I think you just give the ball to Melvin Gordon. Just run down the throat as something. many times as you can. You know, a little play action here. Hit, hit, hit your tight end, Fant. Right. For, for the Broncos. That's your favorite friend, especially with the third string quarterback. Right. Play play okay defense because the Jets are terrible offensively as it is. Yep. And yeah. oh, God. I'm gonna give you a score right now, and you're gonna laugh. If you say six three, I'm gonna I am gonna laugh. No, no, no. It's gonna be worth better than that. It's gonna be fifteen to six. And I say fifteen to six because many there's vehicles. no touchdowns. There's no touchdown scored by either team. That the Broncos happen. just take that many field goals. Jesus. They're gonna somebody's five gotta, field goals. Somebody's gotta suck a little work little. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a little bit worse than the other team. They can't evenly suck. Someone's going to have a blown coverage and allow something. a touchdown to happen, You know, right? you would think something would have to happen. Well, and again, that's Thursday night. I'm looking forward to going back talking about the Chiefs. I'm looking I'm looking forward to the Chiefs and New England game. Oh, I am looking forward to that. Cam Newton's throwing the ball better and better every time I see him on, on Sundays. I really, really like what he's doing in New England. I think he's comfortable in New England. I think he's – and I think he's comfortable because it's a tight ship. It's ran – a certain way. There's a standard of winning there. There's an expectation there that you couldn't establish in Carolina. He just looks happy every time. He's giving nicknames to every coach now. Josh McDaniels. <laughs> McDaniels is now Mickey D's. He's calls Bill Belichick on the news conference. Dollar Dollar Bill. 
dollar dollar bill. Like you got to be, you know, he's having a good time over here. You yeah, know what I mean? And 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 Bill Belichick has let down his hair a little bit. He's actually wearing a shirt sometimes. You know what I mean? Like he's actually using whole sentences during a press conference. <laughs> he's getting crazy right now. So, uh, what do you think about that matchup, man? Who do you think comes out the victor? So, the Chiefs are favored by seven points as of as of this Thursday morning. As they should be. As they should be. But this is by far one of the largest spreads the Patriots have ever had against them. Yeah. In a long, long time. Like bled so long. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the Chiefs win the game. I hate to say it because I, I, I want the Patriots to win. I want someone to beat the Chiefs and, and give them the Chiefs. Okay. So, again, I told you our show predicts the future. The Chiefs may go 16-0. No way. They're not going the undefeated Chiefs, this season. I know it hurts you as a Dolphin fan. You yeah, it's not going to happen. Come close. Not gonna happen. The Chiefs are playing, for once, great defense. They're playing good defense. I will give you that. You're right. With an explosive offense and their schedule. Oh, man. If they get to 14 does it get o, Does it get cake after the, 10? The only team that stops the Chiefs from going 16-0 is COVID. There's COVID. That's they postpone every game. They postpone some games because of COVID. Well, if they play the Dolphins, which they know they don't, but if they were to play Dolphins, we win the game. The NFL will not allow any teams to go undefeated. <laughs> it's not going to The rest won't allow it. The rest won't allow They're not going to allow it at all, man. The other game that I know you mentioned was the Bills and the Raiders. I know you love them. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Bills love, Mafia has been Bills. going crazy over the social media. Yeah, Josh Allen has been killing it. He has been looking great, man. Josh, Josh Jacobs running the freaking air out that ball over the Raiders. He's running the ball well. I, th- I think John Green is doing a great job with those guys. Yeah, he really is. Um, but I think you know he's he's got the injury bug right now. Yeah. His his you know NFL draft pick top receiver from Alabama is yeah. not playing. He's doubtful. Yeah. For this game, um, he didn't play last week either, and it, and it showed against the Patriots. Yeah. You know Josh Jacobs only do what he can do. You know, they, they 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 find ways to double team Darren Waller, their their big star tight end. And it's gonna be hard for Josh Jacobs to get off a little bit. I, I like the Bills. The Bills play, they're a stingy defense. I told you about those they, guys, yeah. They, they got they got some weapons and Stephon Diggs. Um Devin Singletary is playing well. They get their running back, the rookie running back, Moss comes back this week. He didn't play last week, so he comes back, so he's back as being another option. Yeah. And the Bills just are a really, really good team. The Bills are good. They're doing good. You know, I still have New England leading in that division and winning it. Uh, you know, winning the division against the Bills. The, I mean, think about it. It's New England, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets. If you can't win that division, you should be fired. Like, you should be gone. You know what I mean? But I think Bills going to win the division anyway. I think Bills are going to be a close second or tie for first, one of the two, because they are playing really, really good football right now. Diggs is freaking running around there like a madman. Um, him and Allen have gotten like this really good throwing relationship going on. So, um, again, I, I, I'm going to go with the Bills on this one. Um, I love what the Raiders are doing. I love what Gruden's doing. And for $100 million, you better be able to put something together in year three. Better be. You know what I mean? Better be. You better be do something. Because once you, when I saw him, I still remember when he cut Mac, Cleo Mac. What, oh, the, boy. what are you doing right now? I mean, when he traded, but, when he traded Cleo Mac to, to, to Chicago Bears, yeah. probably one of the. And, whoa, let's not forget. Same year, he made two of the most ridiculous trades yes. that we've ever seen. 
He traded Khalil Mack to the Bears, and then he traded Amari Cooper to the Cowboys. Sure did. Two stars. Yeah. But again, culture. It could be culture. It could be they're not going to buy in. They probably made a comment about it. And he's like, yeah, you know what? You can take your ass and go. Maybe yeah. it was a statement. What do you think if it was a statement? Like, hey, who's the best team player? Okay, good. Give me one from offense and defense. Yeah, trade those assholes. Get them out. See, I don't need them. They're not buying in my culture. I don't need them. Because it happens. You know what I mean? It happens that way. So, um, I don't know, man. I'm going to go with Bills Mafia and, and see what's going on there. I know your Tampa yeah, Bay Bucks will save time. us next Thursday. We'll be fine. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait to next Thursday. And fans can be in the stands this week. Is that correct? This week. This week, uh, the Bucks will have fans as we take on the, the Chargers. A West Coast team comes in, comes into Tampa. We we get to we, we'll see who plays quarterback. Does Tyrod Taylor come back from his punctured Jesus lung, or does uh, Justin uh, Herbert? And that's a good question, man. Do, who do you think? Do who do you go start? Because that Herbert kid's playing very well. I like how he's playing. Yeah, you know he's playing well f- for sure. Um, as a Bucks fan, start the rookie. I you know Todd Bowles defense is playing great. Todd Bowles defense is top four right now in the NFL. Right. Everybody talks about Tom Brady, and rightfully so. You know, he brings the attention. But this week, Chris Godwin's not going to play. He's out a couple weeks with a hamstring injury. Damn. You got Leonard Fournette, who who rolled an ankle during that game. He rolled an ankle during the game on Sunday. Uh, he's questionable. He may not play either, so you may see a Ronald Jones heavy this week. Wow. So last time, last time Chris Godwin didn't play. Mike Evans had a great day, and it was heavily targeted this past week. And you're playing here Godwin in Tampa. It is in Tampa. It is at home. It's the first yep. home game that fans are allowed. There'll be about fifteen thousand fans. Check right. this out. They're opening up tickets sales right to fans who had season pass members before 1988. Why? Fans that had season pass members prior to nine, and again, that have held them the entire time. Why? 1988 or before have first dibs. There must be that many fans that have held. What I say to those people is God bless you. That's what I'm saying. If you've been fans from the the Bucks since before 1988 and you held them the entire time, you have been through the bad. Bro. I was I was six years old, and by the time I was six year old, six years old, I liked the freaking Chicago Bears. I mean, I'm sorry, Chicago Bulls. I freaking was just going crazy for Notre Dame, and it wasn't until I got to be 11 years old I switched. So to be that loyal for that long, that long, yeah, I was too. You're either insane, you either either have mental problems, or you're just that good of a person. Because I'm about to abandon these freaking Dolphins if we lose one more game. I can't Think stand this shit. They were fans of the old Sombrero. Right. Back in the day when we had the other stadium. Do you know how many mayors we've had since then? Do you know how many since freaking... <laughs> Jesus. You know how many presidents have changed office? I mean, if they've been that loyal, then that's great. They got their great tickets. They get to go to the first game. That's yeah, but it'll be, it'll be about 15,000 coming in this Sunday Yeah, to watch the Bucks come through. And they, even in speaking of your stadium... Uh, yesterday was the parade. Yesterday was a celebration oh, for the man, Lightning. Great. Who are Stanley Cup it. champions. It was great to see all the fans in there that, that they did have. It was pretty cool watching them get on the boat 
over there by the bay and, and you know, celebrate the cup. And they're handing it. It was great celebration to have. And, and I'm hoping your Bucks can do that for the Super Bowl. I'm actually hoping the Rays can do that here in, in a little bit, being up 2-0. You know what I mean? What do you think? It's a great day to be a Tampa resident. It's 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 beautiful. You had the Stanley Cup comes back to Tampa, which by the way, I want to shout out the Tampa Bay owner. He's probably the best thing that's ever happened to Tampa. Because that guy's all about Tampa. He's all about bringing stuff to Tampa. Seeing them arrive on boats right. and they got cigars and you know the the Stanley Cup. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool to see. You know, congratulations to to the Tampa Bay Light, uh, Lightning for their Stanley Cup win. The Rays are now up two and zero in the first round, so call it of the. Could you imagine what a year twenty twenty would be? The Lightning have taken care of their part, right? They've won the Stanley Cup, so now you need the everybody Rays, else to jump in there. The Rays are on there; they're in the playoffs. Right. All right. Even if the Bucks just make the playoffs, let's say the Rays get eliminated in some round, which hopefully they don't, but just the fact that we had all three teams in the playoffs, that's never happened, period. Ever. Can you imagine they all win? Well, can you imagine? Can, do you, this is what I laugh about, because when you, you've brought this up before, and I'm going to laugh about this. There's fans in Boston reading their Boston Global newspapers, <laughs> moving in like, oh, the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. Normal year for us, you know what I mean? Because they've had to be able to have the, you know, they've had the freaking Celtics, they've had uh, your Patriots, they've had um, who else? The Bruins, the Bruins. They've had, they've had the Red Sox. You know what I mean? They've had their days where they're all just clicking like that. So it's good to see it for Tampa. It really is. I hope Rays do it. I hope it sets a trend. I would love to see the Lightning fans or the Lightning uh, players kind of support and send out stuff for the Rays, and the Rays do it for the Bucks. You know what I mean? Because it would be kind of cool to have all three win a championship the same year in a no year one, in a year that was crazy anyway. No one could say a damn thing to me forever. Oh, I, I know. You had your I'm year. Working out, I'm working out bird chest and all. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. It's going to be pretty now, cool. I know you're pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know you didn't want to talk about it before because, you know, you're all superstitious and you were low-key yeah. just hanging on the radar. You didn't want to boast it out too much. But your Hurricanes. I know, man. Put on a show assassination against FSU. <laughs> a, public, assassination. a public assassination. A, a legal assassination. Yeah, yeah, what it was. yeah you're right. I've, I've got it, some was people. Almost, it was almost as good as us beating Spoto 53 to 0. Oh, it was. Shout out to Jefferson for being split up 50 30, by the way. <laughs> Eric Felder. Do you know what's funny? You know what's funny about this? Every Florida State fan that's a friend of mine. So shout out to Grizz. Shout out to Jarvis. These guys literally have not commented or posted for like three days. <laughs> you know you got an ass whooping when, when you, you don't even want, you don't even want to pick up the phone. Yeah, when you go in hiding and you don't want to pick up the phone. <laughs> and 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 again, I wait, I, I'm not a jerk. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't text him that night. I didn't even text him on Sunday. I let You're Monday right. I, am. I let You're Monday right. I did it. Yeah, I did it on Tuesday. I texted, "Hey, bro, what's going on?" Do you know what the you first good? message I got what was, was the bird emoji <laughs> of them flicking a bird? 
And I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard hurricane. And we look good. Now the real test, we've and, and again, Louisville was no no slouch. That was a good team. But the real test is in two weeks when we play Clemson. When we have to play Clemson, it's gonna be a real life test to to see because Dabo Sweeney has a full fledged program over there. He's got kids yeah, that have when, bought when in. You play, when you play a, a championship contending caliber, team, yeah. What do you do? And I'm that's what I want to see. I want them to win. But the most thing I want to see is I want to see is there a different mentality. If the chips are down, Trevor Lawrence is running on us. If he's throwing the ball or you know whatever Clemson's doing, they're getting. I want to see do we have the mental toughness to keep pushing. That's the biggest thing for me. That's number one. Number two, of course I want to freaking win the game. I want to go to Keith and talk crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I want to talk to him on Monday. I want to I want to look at Cam right in his face and be like. <laughs> Run a lap for that performance by Clemson. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, they were playing. And, and De'Ara King is – we haven't had a quarterback like this. Ever. And, ever. I don't care what anybody – Ever. Everybody tells me, Kozar, you saw what happened when he got to the Browns. People tell me, Jim <laughs> Kelly. Jim he Kelly was a great quarterback. But they managers. Nothing like – yeah, nothing like what we're seeing here. Definitely Ken Dorsey was not one of these guys. No. You know what I mean? Like – we are. We yeah, are. He, he had a Hall of Fame's team. Oh, when he was there, he had a Hall of. It's Fame a whole team. other podcast if you want to talk about everybody on that freaking team. You know what I mean? Like, but again, we haven't had someone like this. And then to even hear that ESPN has mentioned him in Heisman talk. Heisman. I'm like the Heisman. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? You talking about the commercials with all the prior Heisman guys, like the Heisman Heisman? <laughs> you know, not the Heisman pose you do for your mom. The Heisman Heisman? Oh, my God. That is touchdown celebration. Right. So it's cool to see that. I, I And, again, there's some remnants of the old Miami there. That 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 Amari um, Carter, Jesus, he's a load. He's good. Oh, when he came down and laid a forearm on that freaking tight end from Louisville, stared at him and crap, I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I really – and the players are doing great. I think the coaching is doing great. But I think the culture – really changed when Ed Reed was allowed into the building to be part of football operations, to be a defensive consultant, and to actually be on the sidelines helping these kids out. He's teaching them how to be a dude. How to be a... I don't how know if you know ball. this. I don't know if you know this about the Hurricanes. When you're getting recruited by the Miami Hurricanes, there's one thing a Miami recruiter always asks. Is he a Miami guy? Okay. All right. And what that basically means, are you going to come here? Are you going to show your swag? Are you going to play the nasty defense? What type of person? Are you, are you a Miami guy? And Ed Reed is showing them how to be Miami guys. And I'm just sitting back as a fan loving the fact that I can beat my chest a little bit. Now, I still think we're better than freaking UCF. And I think we give a game to Florida if they ever want to come play us. But right now, we're playing amazing right now. And, and it's, it's really nice to see um, – See them doing that. I don't think our OC stays. I'm going to say that. You think he gets a gets a head coaching job here when the year ends? I, if he doesn't take over Diaz's job, I think he finds a. I think not not like he's going to go look. I think he's going to be approached from other college yeah, programs. Yeah, and that's where the sad part is. Like, shoot, we're having a re- we're clicking on all heels over here with you. You know, like the KC uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. He's yeah, amazing. Eric, Eric Eric should be a. He should be a head coach. Coach by now, you should be a head coach by now, absolutely, with or without that stupid Rooney rule. I, I think, I think he should be a coach just off of the fact that you're, guy. you're freaking, guy. you're awesome, man. 
that guy's awesome over there. Um, to to do what he's done with with Mahomes and, and that offense there for sure, and, yeah. and I think so too. I think a guy in Miami, the OC there, gets gets pawned off, and gets picked off by by you know by a college that that that's looking for an offensive guy. I do think you know after the yeah. year they're they're going to have. I I, I think they lose to Clemson because um, I think they're I think they're a year away. Yeah, it's safe to say because Clemson's a load man from from being that kind of team that's a top five team. They're probably a year away. I think. I think the year this year right now they get the experience of winning those kind of games. Maybe they play in the ACC championship game, and, and they get their feet wet going back because it's been a while since it's been in that game. It, it has been. It's been. A, it's been a very long time. It's been a long time, man. But you're you you're not wrong. To, you know to go with Clemson. I know that half the country is going to go with Clemson. Miami's going to be the underdog. But here's a fun fact for you, since you love fun ooh, facts. Ooh, since you love fun facts. The fun fact of the day. Do you know who owns the record? Oh, boy. Yeah, here we go. Do you know who owns the record of beating number one ranked teams the most? Considering you're a Miami guy, we're talking Miami, I'm going to go with Miami. Do you know how many times? Twelve. Close. Nine times. Oh, Oh, okay. Nine times they have beat the number one team whenever they have played them. Ooh, they have this is them. a setup. I feel like this is a setup. You know what I mean? So, if anybody can beat them right now, Miami's used to Miami's it. Miami's got a shot. I, you know, and that's, that's the only thing that you know that makes me kind of happy. That's what you want. You want a shot? Yeah. If this is two years ago, and Miami's playing Clemson. We're getting it's a forty-point game. Oh my god, we're getting booed out the stadium. You yeah. know what I mean? But they could be at least a little bit competitive. I'm interested Here's to see how they do it. Here's a question. I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. Where's the game being played? Oh, that's an even better question. I, I'm I think it's actually in Clemson. You know what? I'm pretty sure. You know what? I'm actually 100% sure it's in Clemson. Because Keith uh, yesterday, Keith yesterday was talking crap to me that y'all got to come down <laughs> to Death Valley. That's right. It's going to be it's gonna be in Clemson, which I told him, I responded, well, you don't have any fans, so it's not going to really matter. <laughs> we just play football. Matter right. If you don't have any fans... And people tell me that shouldn't that's not that shouldn't be a factor. It is because you can hear every play call, every check call. You don't have to put your hands over your helmet to listen to the to the to the radio side. So, um, well, and, and you know what? So it is it is at Clemson. I, I can confirm it is at Clemson. However, Miami's going to have two weeks to repair. So they don't Clemson. play this weekend. They don't have they don't play this weekend. Yeah, and then they travel. To Clemson to go play this game. Now, you know, Clemson, Clemson does play this weekend. So they don't have the That's two true. weeks that Miami has. You know, they only got three they days. Play, they play Virginia. They play Virginia this weekend. And then they get Miami coming in. Oh, that's gonna be a game. That's gonna be a game. I can't wait. It, I, can't wait that, I can't wait to that podcast to talk to you about. Oh man. Game. Yeah, you could talk to me good because I'm gonna tell you now. It, that's in two weeks, which is. I might I might quit this podcast because of my Miami Heat. <laughs> oh man, you know what I'm saying? I know, I, Kings, I, I know you're disappointed. Oh man, I know you're heartbroken. Lakers are a load, man. They're too much. Last night, last night's game. I know we were talking about it. We we're on the phone live while we were watching the game, and LeBron and AD just took it over. It's just too much, man. They're too much. Was to see us up. I will say that we we fought, we scrapped. At one point, they were up by 26 points, and we brought it back down to 14. 
Yeah, by 30. Oh, 30 points. Point. Yeah, see, so and we brought it back down to 14. So um, now Dronic, I think, is, you know, after watching it, it's not confirmed this morning yet, but after watching that replay, I think he popped his Achilles. Um, yeah, that's going to be tough. If you lose him, yeah. I know Jimmy Butler tweaked his ankle. Tweaked his ankle, yeah. I know I know the center. Bam. Hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Bam hurt his shoulder. I mean, to, to lose, to potentially go into game two without one, two, maybe even all three of those guys, is it a wrap? Yeah. Is it, it over? It, it, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to see, man. I know Miami's still going to fight and claw. Um, I think they sweep them. If, if, if those three guys are injured uh, and they're out of there, they're gonna sweep the crap out of them. They're too much. It's a lo- we're playing the dream team. We're playing the dream team. This is literally David versus Goliath. Now it's I know you much. made a comment. I know you made a comment while we were watching the game, and you and you mentioned that the defense that Miami was playing, LeBron's IQ, is too good for that defense that they were trying to play. Talk a little bit about what you saw defensively Miami trying to do and what you saw LeBron's IQ kind of show out as far as his passing ability being able to find guys. So what Miami has been doing this, this whole time in the bubble, they've been playing really good zone defense. They've been playing really good zone defense. And for whatever reason, nobody really attacks the zone. For whatever reason, teams have been struggling with it. All right? LeBron is just picking us apart. He knows if I set the high screen at the top of the key, I know you got to come down. I know I'm going to force a switch that you're not going to like. I'm going to kick the ball back out, and they're gonna, we're going to feed guys underneath. So when you have guys like freaking Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James on the floor at the same time. All those a, bigs are a problem. If they're a problem because you don't know which big is going to the hole. And it's a problem. You got to, you know, they're just crushing through the zone. They're too fast off the dribble. They're too strong. It's it's They are a load to try to play. Um <laughs> You just got to pray that they have a bad shooting night. That's what you got to pray for. Right, and that's that's what it seemed to me to be like the same thing. It seemed like they took what the Celtics were trying to do with Kemba and Tatum and, and use that high pick and roll to get down to the basket. But Boston doesn't have the bigs that L.A. has. Right. So so for, for Miami, it was easier to match up. Those You know, Tatum is a, is, is a small forward. Yes. At best. He's probably yes. more of a two than he gets a three. And Kemba's a one. When you got LeBron James and AD running high pick and roll and getting to the basket, that's six foot seven, yeah. six foot nine guys. Yeah. And and they're big. Then you got Dwight Howard down down low who who started the game this you know for the NBA finals. Normally he doesn't start. Normally he's a guy that comes off the bench and he started the game because of his physicality. And again, gets another big on the floor. It's a if problem. Jimmy Butler does not play game two. They're going to win game two. And if, if Miami cannot win game two, I think it's a sweep. If Miami, if, if the Miami goes down 0 2, I think it's a sweep. Yeah. Now, here's a question I'm going to ask you. Yeah. LeBron wins. Does he inch closer to Michael? No. Is he still that far away? He, he's, he's. So now he'll be, he'll be four and six. Yeah. He, now, which, by the way, an accomplishment. To LeBron in his own, no one's been to more NBA Finals. You sure? Because I think Bill Russell won eleven championships. In in a certain time span. Oh, well, that makes sense. I'm talking about a time span. Yeah, every time LeBron's made the playoffs, he's made the play. He's made the finals. That's amazing. I just the, the, my thing is, like one guy told me, I have a buddy at work that told me, "You're crazy. This will be his third team with a championship." 
he's going to be GOAT status. Okay, so then we should be, GOAT status should go to Danny Green as well. He won championship with the Spurs, the Raptors, and now the Lakers. Is he a freaking GOAT? He's like, he's not doing what LeBron's doing. Come on, man. Didn't Robert Horry, didn't Robert Horry do the same thing? Robert Horry won like six championships. Came off the bench. But, and, but didn't he do it with the, he did with the Lakers? Yeah. Because he was there with Kobe. He did with, he did it with yeah. the Spurs. Yes. And I want to say he was on that Miami Heat team. With Dwayne Wade. LeBron won it all when he won his first one. No, no, he was on the team with uh, Dwayne Wade when they won. Oh, Dwayne Wade. Okay, Wade is Shaq. Wade, yeah, before. yeah, d- d- yeah. D- yeah. So he he did it. He's in it with three teams too. So he's a goat. And again, I just don't think you can pass MJ because it's in. And I've always told you, my top three is MJ, Kobe, LeBron. Now, what if LeBron was on a run and wins the next two, and wins three in a row, and now he gets from six or four, he gets his six titles. Yeah, he, you can and start talking. Six and, six. and now he's six, and now he's 500. For him to overcome Michael, for him to overcome Michael, he's, he's got to get, get seven. Six. He's got to get seven. Seven. He's got to get seven. Man. You, 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 if for you to tie Michael, then they'll forever six. talk about the tie. They'll Man. forever talk about the tie. They'll always say this is a tie, and you know, they're the best two. Can you imagine? You go seven, I'm you a, move I'm up. I'm going to flash you forward. I'm going to flash you forward here. Can you imagine if he wins number seven with his son? What kind of conversation that's going to be like at the dinner table? <laughs> Jesus. No, you should have fed me down low, Bronny. You're not watching this shit. Would you go smoke another doobie? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But crazy. It, would, it would be crazy if he won seven with them. The, the team that they, everybody was talking about was the Clippers, which I need to talk to you about real quick. Oh um, we're kind of running out of time here, but what I want to talk to you about is... Yeah, man, so the Clippers are supposed to be the ones that were going to handle the Lakers, right? Everybody kept saying this is the team, they're the best matchup for them. Blase, blase. Pandemic P, baby. Pandemic P. So what I don't like, and I want to speak on it real quick before we get out of here, is Doc Rivers. You know, Kawhi Leonard left with some comments after that loss that didn't that didn't sit well with me. You know, he made comments like, you know, basketball IQ needs to get better. That we, you know, we need to know situational basketball. Things that you're supposed to be doing when I do, you know, and at first I thought, well, maybe it's the players, but now Doc Rivers being fired, right? I think Kawhi Leonard got him, you know, kind of put the stamp on that because I tell you what, and this is why if you're a big time NBA player, you know the players run the freaking NBA. If he wanted him to stay, they would have left him to stay because Kawhi Leonard and Pandemic P, right, Paul George, they get to opt out of their contract after next year. So if they get to opt out of after next year, you got to make them happy now because you want them to re-sign for another two or three years. Which, again, I've already told you, I don't think Kawhi Leonard stays as a Clipper. After just averaging two points in the second half, now Doc Rivers gets fired. It makes perfect sense. He was a crybaby and didn't want to play. He he just gave up on his team. He didn't want to play. And you know they're going to have a conversation with Kawhi Leonard on coaching like, like LeBron James did. Remember when he got uh, um, uh, Blatton? When he was with the Cleveland Browns, he yeah. got him removed, right? He they, he, he's gone. Leave him. Players run the league. They do, man. So I think they, they could have had a conversation with Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi's like, look, I really like the coach. We had a bad game, bad series. We need to get on top. We need to gel more. We're going to fight through it. That type of stuff. Because Doc Rivers had a great team when he was in the Boston Celtics. It's not like he's not a great coach. You know what I mean? But... With Kawhi yeah, making those comments, also, I think he was in the room when he got fired. He's also the coach's bone two 
multiple three one leads. He has. He has. You're right. He has three now. So he owns the record by himself with three straight or three three one leads that his teams have had have blown. So so in and I agree. I think Kawhi and Paul George had a lot to do with the firing of Doc. Oh yeah. Doc is in conversations already with with the uh the six the seventy sixers. Yep. About going there. Does he make them a contender? If he goes if he goes seven can he fix Joel and beat him Ben Simmons? Yeah, he can. Doc Doc will find a way. Doc will find a way. He'll make them contenders. I don't know if they're gonna win a uh, you know you know, the fin- Eastern Finals. I don't know if they're going to be in the uh, NBA Championship Finals. I-, I don't know about that, but I know he could definitely make them contender. He, he, there's there's just certain things Doc brings to the table, which that's why if Kawhi is a crybaby and he felt like we should have been doing something else, and, you know, then, okay, maybe, you know, maybe they could have. I definitely think he was in the room with the owner. General manager was like, yeah, yeah. we got to get rid of Doc. And, he, you know, because, he, he, again, he says, keep Doc. They keep Doc. Right. I agree. You know what I mean? Um, Who places him at the Clippers? I know, even I know, better I know, question. I know uh, uh, Lou is one of the candidates right. for the job. I think I, I've also heard Sam Van Gundy right. is a candidate for the job. Right. Who gets that job? Does Kawhi pick the coach? I think Kawhi's in the room when he picks him. Yeah, I think they have a meeting with him with the new head coach, and they, hey, Kawhi, come on in here and let's. Let's have lunch or dinner or whatever. And they try to get a feel of what Kawhi feels of the coach. I'm going to say it's Tyron. Tyron Luke gets a job. I'm going to go on, on a limb and say it. Maybe. I think he gets it. I, I think Mark Jackson is a dark horse for it. He's been rumored to come back and be a coach again as well. Um, I don't think Sam McGunny's even an option. Oh, God, no. Unless you want to, unless you want to go backwards in basketball. No, his mustache um, is enough. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> it's good. As it is. Yeah, man, but we're going to see, and it's a lot of good things going on this weekend. So, you know, I, I want to see my Heat Friday night, tomorrow night play. Hopefully we can do something. Hopefully we can freaking, I mean, there's a lot of injuries. So we'll see, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And, and looking for the Chiefs doing the game. There's a lot of sports going on uh, and a lot more topics. But uh, for right now on the clock, fans, man, that's all we have for you this week. Uh, stick around with us or come back with us on Monday. Come sit down with us. Make sure you you listen to your two favorite guys here in Tampa Bay area. Um, I love you, George. I love you guys in Tampa, man. And let's go Rays, man. Let's see if we can pull one back here and bring it to the home. Let's go Rays. Let's go Bucks. If you enjoyed today's podcast, go ahead and follow us. Uh, you can find us on social media by simply searching on The Clock Radio. Visit our website at otcsportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on The Clock. <laughs>